Well, good morning. I am Shira, and I lead up our children's programming here at Crosspoint. Um, if you've noticed, I'm slightly energetic, even though I'm still in camp recovery, um, but it takes that kind of energy to engage these kids each and every day. Um, so today, I wanted to share with you a little bit about what we've been doing this summer um, at Crosspoint. Even if it's summer, we still don't stop pouring into these kids and pointing them to Jesus. So we kicked off our summer with Vacation Bible School, Concrete and Cranes, and I wanted to share with you a few of the numbers of what it took to make VBS happen. The first number is 111 children from pre-K to fifth grade we were able to engage with, right? Unbelievable. Um, for those 111 kids, it took 44 volunteers to make that happen. How about that? That's an amazing gift that they gave of their time. Um, if you think about it, 111, 44, how's that math work? It's because we feed these kids. It takes an entire kitchen staff to feed these kids and rotate it. We decorate our church from end to end. We have leaders that follow these kids from every moment of Vacation Bible School, and then we have leaders that come in for small groups. So it takes a huge undertaking to make that happen, and we'll keep doing it again and again to talk to these kids about Jesus. Um, we also had the number two. And that what number two was we had two of the greatest, funniest entertainer MCs on our stage um, during VBS. What did you kids think? Were they great? Yes? Yeah. This group over here is still sleeping from camp. They're in recovery, but that's all right. So we wanted to share with you what we did at VBS um, this summer, so we're going to have a slideshow for you. So you can see we had a little bit of fun. Um, and if you're ever around me, you're going to hear that. I always ask about fun and what fun are we having with the kids. And there's a reason for that. Parents, when you pick up your kids, the first thing you ask is, did you have fun? Um, and we want th their answer to be yes, because we know if they want to be here, then that's going to give us the opportunity to teach them the gospel, to point them to Jesus. Um, so that's why we have our children's program like we do, because that's how we want to connect with them. We want this to be the place that they want to be. This summer, we um, haven't stopped at all. We are still doing our Sunday um, school rotations in uh, Crosspoint Kids. We're still going for the 930 and the 11 o'clock service. Um, if your child has not um, experienced our kids program, we actually built it um, very similar to the program that we had called Awana's. Um, so we're rotating the whole time upstairs um, through the 9 o'clock hour and the 11 o'clock hour. We're keeping these kids busy. We want them to move. We want them to learn. Um, we even do recreation. And so we have a lot of children that actually stay for both services. Um, so if you haven't experienced it, let's get your kids up there. Um, it's great. Or if you want to volunteer for it, try it out. Um, we make it super easy for our volunteers. Actually, all of your curriculum, everything is actually sitting there waiting for you. It is cut. It is the supplies are sitting there. Basically, you have to come in and just love on those kids. Um, so definitely think about that. We also have a lot of resources that are kind of the unsaid resources. If you walk out to our fellowship hall, we have a section there. You'll see lots of paper up on a wall. It's actually called Home Point, and that is resources for you parents to... Um, having the, basically the life cycle of your children from preparing for a baby to 
sending them off to college, and then even empty nesting. So if you haven't um, experienced it, please stop by. It's a great resource. They have ideas for family nights, even uh, marriage date nights. So definitely try it out. We also utilize a program that's tied to parentq.org. And if you are clicking on our weekly emails, you'll actually see links to that. I personally did not grow up in a Christ-focused home. And so as a mom and a new mom, I wasn't sure how to integrate Christ and the gospel into my everyday life. Um, I'm also just not that super creative person. Those are really simple tools that you all can use in your home just to talk to them. Um, If they're up in our Sunday um, school, you can click on our weekly email. There's actually parent resources that give you the questions to talk to them about from bath time to driving home. Um, So definitely utilize that. Um, You can see that I'm wearing a yellow shirt. It doesn't say Crosspoint because it says Reset. This last week, Monday through Thursday, we were actually at Highland Lakes Camp in Spicewood, Texas, and we took our third through sixth graders to summer camp. Was it fun? Yeah. It was amazing. We had 26 kids come. Um, that uh, We had an amazing time learning about Jesus and connecting and making new friends. It was so beautiful to see kids that don't usually be together, make lasting friendships. We also, I want to have a call out. We had two high school students that gave up their week to come spend with third and sixth graders. And so I want to give a huge shout out to Sophie Gardner and Ryan Trabig, who is here today. These um, two young people were at sunup. Our breakfast was served at 7.15, y'all. Yeah. And lights out was supposed to be 11 p.m. Um, and the heat index was around 110. So um, it wasn't easy, but um, Ryan and Sophie were with them every step of the way, and these kids loved them. Um, but I want to share an experience about what I had with these high school students. I was called away for one of our small group church time meetings, and and so I didn't get to kick it off. Well, I got to walk into one of the most beautiful things ever. Ryan and Sophie had stepped up, and they were doing that small group time. They were pouring into these kids saying, we get it. We understand. But the answer for you is looking at him. Um, It was incredible. So thank you from the bottom of my heart and all of these kids' hearts because you guys are absolutely incredible. But without further ado, I'd love for you all to see what we were doing at summer camp. So we have a slideshow for you. Think we had an amazing time? Hey, thanks, kids. Those were a couple of the songs that we learned this week. We had um, great worship. We even had a magician. Did you guys like the magician? He was pretty mind-blowing, and he actually was um, a converted Muslim to Christianity um, in his 20s. So he had an amazing testimony to share um, with these kiddos. And then we had a juggler. Yeah? Was he cool? And Jesse Joyner. I know. They love him. Um, but he would um, pour into these kids and teach them, but he was able to juggle things like knives. He put a giant pair of scissors on his head. He actually held a big ladder, like eight-foot ladder, on his head, yes, and a cross. 
Um, and when I say cross, I'm talking like a big, yeah, big, as big as that. That's what they're saying. Um, so pretty incredible um, time. I do want to call out something that you may have seen on the video. You saw some of the kids. They're wearing the yellow shirts, and they're pulling on a rope. Did you guys see that? Yeah? Well, what incredible thing happened at camp is we had eight kids accept Christ in their lives. Yep. Four young girls and four boys um, chose to make that step in faith, and we are so proud of them. If you are here and you did that, do you want to stand up, maybe? Give those guys a round of applause. Thank you, guys. Um, And then last but not least, I just wanted to take a quick moment um, to say thank you to our volunteers. Um, many of you may not know, but at Cross Point, we actually don't have full-time children's staff. We don't. Um, but that doesn't matter because all my time's for him anyways. Um, but I absolutely could not do this amazing program without all of my volunteers. So sincerely, from the bottom of my heart, I thank each and every one of you for every single minute that you have given to this program. Um, it's just absolutely incredible. But VBS, our kitchen staff, Guys, our Sunday program cannot operate without the time of these volunteers. Um, As I mentioned, it takes a lot because we're rotating. We want these kids to be great. Um, And summer camp, these guys took time out of their lives, actually took vacation time, vacation time, to go to summer camp. Um, So it's absolutely incredible. We even had one of our leaders is actually an RN in the emergency room, and he went Thursday, as we were exiting, drove about two hours and did a three-to-three shift. So that is dedication and being a disciple. Um, So thank you, each and every one of you. Um, I think I have a partner in crime that's going to join us up here, maybe. Yeah, so here is Eric Gaston, and he is leading our Students in Elevate program. And I'm having to say goodbye to my sixth graders and give them to him as seventh graders. (laughs) Enjoy. (laughs) We'll take them. We'll take them. Well, lots of of student ministries take the summer off, uh, which has always baffled me. It seems like the worst time of the year uh, to take off for a student ministry, so we didn't do that. Uh, We did lots of other stuff. We kicked our summer off with a pool party and uh, went to Andretti, we went to Top Golf and hit golf balls poorly. Uh, a lot, a lot of our students served faithfully all week at VBS. They did that on their own because they're awesome. Um, <clears throat> and we crowned a new champion for that's inedible, yeah. Callie Brock. <clears throat> Smashed her way through four rounds of the worst things that I could think of to eat. And she did that because what was at stake was there, she was a representative for her grade against representatives for the other grades to pick bus seats first on the 14 hour drive to camp in Colorado. And so we took 45 kids and six leaders and we spent the week uh, at Ponderosa, which is just north of Colorado Springs. And we uh, we had an amazing week. Um, we had a ton of fun. We spent our week with Jesus. We won a volleyball tournament. Yeah. And I say we, I was not on the court. I was cheering on the side 
because when I'm on the court, the ball goes every way but over the net. But our team smashed four games in a row, went undefeated to win the volleyball tournament. And the last service, we also won the big relay, the big ultimate relay. And in the last service, because I'm a doofus, I put the wrong team picture up. They divided us into four teams. In the last service, I said it was the Kagi team. It was actually the purple team. I don't have their picture. I'm sorry. Purple team, you can punch me in the face later. Um, we also won a dance contest and a rap battle. Yes. <clears throat> And if that doesn't alarm you, it should. (laughs) It was something to behold. Uh, Most importantly, we got to spend our week just being with Jesus. And we had an incredible week. Most most camps, they kind of gear their their whole format to building up toward the big night, which is Thursday night. It's the last night. It's emotional. Everybody cries. Nobody wants to go home. We're going to stay friends forever, even though we've never met you and all that other junk. And I'm, I'm very cynical about all that. And so I appreciate the staff at Ponderosa because they don't play those games. And our speaker for the week was Runks Runkles. And some of you know him. I had never heard him before, but he got all that out of the way on Monday. Done and done. The most important thing he had to say was that Jesus saves, y'all. That's his catchphrase. And he says it a lot. And it's true. And he does that on Monday. And for the rest of the week, unlike a lot of other camps that are just trying to get you to make a decision at the end of the week, that's me being cynical, we did that on Monday and spent the rest of the week talking about what walking with Jesus looks like in our lives. And that was an excellent way to spend a week. And we all had, have things in our lives that we're dealing with. Our students were wrestling with questions and other things. We had a ton of great conversations not to leave there for that week, but to take forward with us uh, into the fall. We don't need to look at that anymore. There's our group. Um, To take with us into the fall as we walk in our daily lives. One of the things that, that that I hope to do in my time here is to sort of normalize the camp high, not to lower it, but to raise the rest of our year to it. Because when you spend a week in the Word and worshiping multiple times a day, which is not our normal routine, you have a different experience than you do in your normal routine. And so I want our normal routines to be different. So that we're not looking forward to camp every year. We can look forward to camp. Camp is great. But we don't have to rely on that one week of the year or a D-Now weekend or a Therefore weekend or something special for us to feel like we've connected with God when we can do that every day. And so that's one of the things that we're going to be talking about as we move into the fall. It's funny that the camp was called Reset because that's going to be our entire fall series called Reset. You've heard me say a few times, probably in the last couple times that I've been up here, that Romans, Paul writes in Romans, that the mind set on the flesh is death. The mind set on the spirit is life and peace. And that we can be transformed By the renewing of our minds. And Paul writes elsewhere that we as believers, we have the mind of Christ. So how do we lean into that? How do we lean into that to walk as disciples of Jesus, to follow in his steps, to become more like him? That's what we're going to be talking about this fall. Additionally, 10 of our students made decisions at camp. And that's awesome. And some were first time, first time saying yes to Jesus. Some coming back and saying, I need to get right. And that's incredible. So we're following up with them now. We're gonna, we've already had a few commit to uh, wanting to follow Christ in baptism, and that's amazing. And so that's, 
that's a cool thing. We also had 10 students that have either committed to a call to ministry or are very interested in committing their lives to that call. And I am super stoked about that. And so it was a, it was a neat time um, that, that they got to spend. They stayed after one of our sessions, and they got to talk about that a little bit. So we're, we'll be following up and walking with them through that as well. So as we mourn the loss of our senior group and they start to move away, we gain new blood. They're just no longer sitting there. They left. <clears throat> they do that. They do that to me too. I don't know. They just get up and leave when I talk. I don't know what's going on. But guys, these students are not the future of our church. They are our church today. You know that. And just like Shira was talking about the investment that Ryan and Sophie made in the kids last week at camp, we need you guys to invest in our students. Each and every one of us has, this is not a sales pitch, it's not a guilt trip. Each and every one of you has something to offer, at least one of these kids. There are people in this room, in this building right now, who connect with our, with our students more than I ever will. Because of their constant investment over the years. Parents, one of the things that we're going to do in the fall is help to resource you better because no one impacts your children more than you. And so we want to walk with you through that. I'm super proud of our kids. I'm grateful to be here. We're looking forward to the fall. I'm proud of you. A normal Sunday, but we wanted to take time and just kind of push oh. pause on the regular activity and help you see what God has been doing in and amongst the midst of our kids and our students. Because as Eric said, the church of today is our young people. And I believe that they will be the greatest generation that this nation has ever seen, that this world has ever seen, for the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because they understand social media, they understand the world in a way that we've never can grasp, and they're going to have opportunities to go to the ends of the earth, maybe through Snapchat, and sell the gospel of Jesus Christ. Not sell it, but to tell the gospel of Jesus Christ in a way that will change lives. And how that happens is through us as a body of believers that are not paid staff saying yes to we are going to invest in, whether it's five minutes, 15 minutes, an hour, whatever it may be, and to share how God has created us uniquely in the lives of these others. Here's what I've seen over and over and over again. We will reach as many and build relationships with as many kids and students as we have adults investing. So if we are not happy with how many are here, then that means we have to step in and say we're ready. Because there's something that happens in the spirit of individuals that a new adult walks into the room and their spirit is drawn to that person. And it's magical. It's like 8 to 12 kids all of a sudden will come up and all of a sudden they're, they're developing this relationship. There's something about that person that people are drawn to. And so if we want to reach LaGrange, if we want to reach Fayette County, the only thing that's keeping us from doing it is from us saying yes to stepping into some roles and some opportunities. So we love you and thank you for all the volunteering you're doing, the things that happen. Over 20 students made decisions for Jesus Christ, and that means that they're going home and their legacy has changed, their lives are changed, their destiny has changed, their dreams and the vision for their life has changed. Because listen, a lot of kids and students live in places that are not very nice. And our normal may not be their normal, but their lives are beginning to be transformed. And the only healthy place that they see lives that are being transformed by Jesus is here. 
And we have them for an hour, maybe two hours. And they, again, they see life and peace and joy in you and they crave it. And so you will make a difference that they will be better fathers and sisters and daughters and husbands and wives and grandparents because you've invested five minutes and why tiny's in the nursery at some point. And one day you will be in heaven and you'll, they'll come up to you and say, hey, do you remember you wiped my honey? <laughs> because of that, my life changed. Even the, what we think is the smallest thing impacts people's lives. Get invested in the church of today, because it will change the destiny of the world. All the things that we complain about, we can change it. Let's pray together. Dear Holy Father, we thank you for lives changed. We fight a battle not against flesh and blood, but against the principalities of the air. And Father, the only way that that battle can be fought on a day-to-day basis is by your children, by your warriors, on their knees, girded up for battle and praying. For Father, you are the warrior. You are the victor, but we have to get on the team with you and let you do your work. And the way that you do your work is by us asking. The reason we don't see your activities is because we're not asking. Father, the reason that we don't see lives changed is because we're not asking. Father, so may we be not afraid of asking for what it may require of us. But, Father, may we continue just to ask and say, God, use me, change me, transform me, because we want to be a part of your activity and the students of this county and of this city. Father, may revival break out of this place. May there be a fire released through this place because some students said yes to Jesus and they go back to their campus and they share their story. And student after student after student is transformed because one person said yes, because one person worked in the nursery and changed the diaper. Father, may you show us where you want us on the battlefront and on the battleground. It's in your son's name that we pray. Amen.